614 Startups Nation, welcome to another episode of the 614 Startups Podcast. My name is Elio Harmon, your host, and I have a very nice show coming up for you today. My special guest is an alum, been on the show before, Kevin Lloyd of Miles. So I'm looking forward to that. But before we get started, we are super excited here to welcome a brand new sponsor, Rev One Ventures. It's so great to have Rev One as a partner with the show. Excited about a lot of things that we're going to be doing in the future. And Rev One's mission is to help entrepreneurs build great companies. As you navigate the waters of business entrepreneurship, you don't have to go it alone. A strategic partnership with Rev One connects innovators to the talent, customers, space, and funding you need when you need it. Get started with Rev One's startup studio by visiting www.revoneventures.com to learn more. Again, that website is www.revoneventures.com. All right, big month, June, July, big month in funding in the Columbus startup ecosystem, Ohio more broadly, but definitely in Columbus. And we kick it off with this story from our friends at lower.com. Now, I gotta admit, all right, I was sleeping on lower. I mean, I was in a deep slumber on this company and then out of nowhere, in the same week, they announced one, they bought the naming rights to the new Columbus Crew Stadium. And like in a couple of days later, they announced that they raised a hundred million dollar in venture capital funding. All right, talk about a big week for a startup here in Columbus, Ohio. Now they're not really a startup like just with a few employees. Now the story of Lower, as I understand it, is that they bootstrapped, right, to a lot of traction, which is why they're able to raise so much money on a Series A. They, they had a, a pretty big crew already. And we're excited here because in August, right? In August of 2021, we are returning to in-person studio sessions. And guess who the guest is gonna be? All right, it's gonna be a big one. I don't know if you can see a hint right now on who that might be in August. So looking forward to that. We're gonna play with the studio design, but excited for this company lower. Every time I see their stuff, and this is before I knew that they raised money, every time I saw them on social media, they were posting and their employees always seem joyful. Looks like they also have a great culture, not just a great product or great service. So they raised $100 million. Uh, they surpassed $300 million in revenue last year and the company is profitable. All right, two things you don't hear often anymore, right? About companies that are both uh, 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 generating a lot of revenue, but are also profitable. So it kind of makes sense why they were able to raise this money. Um, they are growing like crazy, so I, and with more funding may mean more jobs, which is great for the city. Uh, and it's great that a homegrown company like this is, is hitting it out of the park. So I'm looking forward to hearing more from Lower and the work that they're doing. And then maybe sometime in August, we might do something. 614 Startups Nation, welcome to another episode of the 614 Startups Podcast. I am in my favorite seat in the whole wide world, and this seat only keeps getting better. You know why? 
when we have alums coming back, right? We must be doing something right when we have an alum back on the show. I'm here today with my very special guest, Kevin Lloyd of Mile. Kev, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you all that you're doing, and I'm excited to be back. You know, the great thing about Columbus is that you keep running into people even, you know, uh, sometimes unattended, sometimes intended, and you and I have run into each other multiple times. Now, when you were on the show, right, you had Mile, you had Columbus Black, but since then you've added some other things, right, that, that entrepreneurial <laughs> itch you can't seem to scratch. So let's talk about some of those, those other things that you were involved in, and we'll jump straight into Mile. That sounds great. So, yeah, since then, uh, the, the two newest ventures would be Venture Suite, uh, which is a co-working space right in an innovation desert in, in Columbus, uh, right in the Bronzeville area next to the King Lincoln District. And um, it's a co-working space for creators, innovators, um, and those uh, entrepreneurs and business owners that want to come into a space, uh, work with each other, build, and uh, make things happen in an environment that we normally haven't had, especially in this, in this, uh, this desert, as we call it, innovation desert. Okay, the yeah, so Venture is, uh, Suite, um, yeah. go ahead, yeah, go yeah. ahead, finish your thought. Yeah, yeah, and the second one is color-coded labs, right? So this is the workforce development piece, and uh, basically what we're doing is helping uh, individuals in the black and brown communities actually learn how to code. Uh, so we're teaching them JavaScript as well as full-stack development. They're going through a 16-week process uh, with the goal of being hired by some of these amazing companies here in Columbus, Ohio. So we're working with Jobs Ohio and a number of other companies here to actually uh, hire those individuals, uh, which allows them to work on their diversity efforts, obviously, uh, and then for us to be able to provide this opportunity for talent to step into an industry that, that really needs them. Okay, so today we're gonna focus on Mile. Now, if you wanna hear yeah. like Mile 1.0, like I said, Kevin has been on the show before. We did a whole episode on kind of his origin as an entrepreneur why he started Mile, the value proposition proposition for it. So you could always check out episode one if you really want to get into that deep dive of how, how Mile got started. Now, I want to plug the, some of the other things that you're involved in so that people who are watching this, listen, open that other browser, type in columbusblack.com, all right? Type in venturesuite.com and then type in colorcodedlabs.com and let, let's park those other three, three things in another window because you can go back and check them out. Great projects Kevin is working on, you know, trying to create opportunities uh, on the venture or small business side with Venture Suite. Uh, again, in an innovation desert, right? Bringing this knowledge, this experience, these opportunities to an area of the city that doesn't quite see it as often as we know. Uh, we should see it, and there's a lot of hidden talent there, right? Getting that talent out of those neighborhoods, uh, giving them the skills to be successful. So definitely check that out in Color Coded Labs, man. This boot camp, I know Cohort 1 either has just started or will be starting shortly. It's not too late. If you're interested in coding, check out Color Coded Labs. Of course, Color Coded Labs is a sponsor. Won't get into that. We'll talk about that later, all right? So let's talk about Mile 2.0. I see the background, Mile yeah. 2021. So bring us up to speed yeah. between your last episode and now, what's been going on with the company? Wow, man, it's a, a lot has changed. And uh, I think now it might have been almost two years since I was on the show. So congratulations to you for continuing to do what you do. And what's transitioned or uh, transpired since then is let's kick it off with the pandemic, right? The pandemic came uh, and it's still here, but it shifted us completely, right? Because everything went virtual. 
So, Miles, let me and let me help uh, people understand too. I think since our last show, the company has evolved itself, right? So, we started out with this app that we wanted to develop to really make it easy for people to like find things to do, right? Uh, when they're out and about. And over the years, as we've grown and we've developed, we've really evolved into an entertainment software and lifestyle data analytics company. So on the front side of that, from an entertainment software standpoint, we are planning to develop multiple software solutions tied to entertainment, transportation, and hospitality, right? So we got a few really amazing ideas. We want to make people's lives better when they're out and about tied to those three industries. And then on the lifestyle data analytics side, we're an analytics company. So data insights, which is really critical to how businesses, uh, entertainment districts, municipalities figure out what they should be creating and building for each of us when we travel into these markets. So the company's really evolved. Now, in this piece that you just asked about, Mile 2.0, that's tied to our launch that we just had. So literally three months before uh, before COVID even kicked in, we started our 2.0 um, development, which was basically our second version of the app based off everything we had learned with our prototype version over a two-year period, a couple of really amazing focus groups, and we started the development into Mile 2.0, which is this all-in-one platform. So we're building this, this entertainment ecosystem right on your device that makes it easy for you to find things to do, places to go, and food to eat based off of who you are and where you are. So our goal is to make your life entertaining. So the next time you're looking for things to do, places to go, food to eat, just mile it. So that's what we've been working on. Okay, man. So uh, there's a lot that you said there that we're going to dig into. It's going to make for interesting conversation. Uh, definitely want to talk mm -hmm. about the front end and understanding the world of entertainment in 2021, especially post-pandemic, as more people try to get out and find things to do, especially people who moved during the pandemic and are really in a new city and they mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to really explore on their own and they're looking for ways to do that. But before we do that, we're gonna hear from our sponsor. Rev One's mission is to help entrepreneurs build great companies. As you navigate the waters of uh, business entrepreneurship, you don't have to go it alone. A strategic partner like Rev One connects innovators to the talent, customers, space, and funding you need when you need it. Get started with Rev One Startup Studio by visiting www. Uh, Rev1ventures.com to learn more. Again, that website is www.rev1ventures.com. Welcome, Rev1. First time reading that script. Of course, I'm going to get used to it. We're excited to have Rev1 as a partner. All right, Kev, let's talk about this, okay? So, entertainment. Mm -hmm. When we hear entertainment, we know entertainment is big business. How big is yeah. the entertainment business? What was the <laughs> impact of the pandemic? And what is the future of in entertainment post pandemic? Yeah, so, you know, globally, it's a $2.1 trillion industry, man. It's amazing uh, how big this business is, right? So entertainment is massive around the world. And as you mentioned, entertainment is definitely different for everybody. We all love different forms of entertainment, right? So that could be your concerts, your festivals, going out to the movies, going out to dinner, going to a play, whatever it may be. So it's a massive industry. And then the pandemic obviously had a massive, 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 impact on the entertainment industries, man. I mean, shows stopped, dinners stopped, you know, festivals, everything just came to a screeching halt. And uh, you're talking about disruption, the entire industry basically uh, came down to its knees. So there was a lot of adjustments though from a technology standpoint, as we all know, um, everybody shifted to virtual. But one of the big struggles was a lot of people couldn't figure out how to monetize 
the virtual events as well. So that took some time, um, but then they started to figure it out. And now we're getting back to, as you know, live events. And what's being told, right, the data and the stats indicate at this point is going to take about four to five years, right, to get back to pre-pandemic numbers in certain areas within the entertainment industry, as well as the tourism, the conference and convention industry. So there's going to be a great wave that's headed our way, as you know, everybody's trying to get out. And right now, people are taking road trips, but eventually everybody will start to fly again. All right. So uh, four to five years, right, to recover, yeah. right? And we expect then growth after that point. What are some of right. the things that you, what, what are some of the gaps that Mile is filling to take advantage mm -hmm. of that kind of post-pandemic, how, how did you guys evolve yeah. to kind of capture some of that early business so you can hit the ground running and maybe maybe even build up a lead for yourself uh, as the platform mm -hmm. of choice where people are using Google or, or other search engines to look for entertainment yeah. options? Yeah, so for us, it was really about, you know, our innovation started before the pandemic, but the pandemic gave us an opportunity to to breathe a little bit, uh, to really focus on our development and, uh, and, and basically take advantage of what we believe is a leveling of the playing field. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, because entertainment came to Screeching Hall, what people were used to uh, that doesn't necessarily exist anymore or people are now more open to leveraging different platforms as they're trying to figure out how to get out and find things to do, right? So what we had the opportunity to do was really build this all-in-one platform that to be honest, today does not exist, right? And what I mean by that, all of the features that we have in one place, which include the ability to, you know, post an event, promote an event, you can find events, share events, calendarize those events. You have Uber and Lyft fully integrated into the platform. We have a couple of releases coming up. You're able to do geo-targeted ads on the platform. You will have the ability to buy and sell tickets on the platform. So everything literally in one place. So where before you would have to go from one app to another app, to another app. You don't have to do that anymore with Mile because it truly is an entertainment ecosystem. So what we've been able to do is position ourselves for basically what we call in the next gen uh, application um, or platform when it comes to entertainment. So Mile is what we call the future of entertainment. So that's what we've been able to do. And now as far as the market goes, what you're finding, uh, Elio, is that uh, tourism, uh, bureaus have an interest in, in what we can provide entertainment districts because they want the audience. Because what's happening now is as everybody gets out, it's super competitive. Where are you going? Which city are you going to? And what are you going to do when you go get there, right? Mile allows you to actually check and search and look for things all over the country with a simple function that we'll use a one simple function of search by a particular city, which is really cool as well. Yeah, man. I, and I think, well, you know, this is a startup show, of course, you know, we follow organizations like Jobs Ohio. Everybody's competing for that business, right? Everybody wants HQ2. Everybody wants to attract jobs to their state. Well, very much the same, like you said, Kev, mm -hmm. there are tourism bureaus out there competing for visitors, right? And they want to yeah. find a competitive advantage. And so let's talk about me, right? Average Joe on the street. I'm not going out a lot, but when I do go, you know, I want to have a good time. So I have a lot of options, yeah. right? So we have the option of Google. That's more convenient. Everybody's familiar with it. Hey, restaurants near mm -hmm. me, right? Even on a mobile device, people yeah. tend to type that in. Or what's uh, becoming more prevalent is social media, right? So you're looking at your social network. Yeah. What are they doing as they're posting things? You say, mm, interesting. That looks like a dish. I want to try that. So 
with those two options kind of already in my pocket, right? Yeah. How does Mile then get in my pocket as well, right? <laughs> like you said, it's the geo-targeting, it's the interest, it's the algorithm. What's the secret sauce, right? Why will my experience with Mile mm -hmm. give me the edge, right? Give me a better night out, maybe give me some discounts. What, what am I getting here? Yeah. So the cool part about Mile is, is one, the, the user interface is really different than what you normally see today. So um, I think the user interface is, is the initial magnet, right? Because that's what people want. They want a nice, good looking platform to use. The second piece is content, right? So what you find in today's environment is that the algorithms that are used by a lot of platforms is limiting to what you see, right? So you only see certain events that either are just relevant to you or to your friend's circle. With Mile, it allows you, so we, are, we have it where you can explore. So by category, you can pretty much see anything that's out there. That's number one, so you're not, you're not limited. Two is we have a recommendation engine that we're building that will also allow us to give you things that are targeted just to you in your interest. We talk about Mile and the way it's pronounced Mile, like when you drive, but it's with a Y instead of an I because it's all about you. That's what the Y stands for. So while a lot of people are accustomed to social networks and the communities, our, our initial focus is really on you and understanding who Ilio is and what do you like to do. We learn those things and we provide you with better recommendations through predictive analysis and eventually artificial intelligence. So this is something that's going to provide a unique experience for you. What we hear from people a lot of times, and nothing against Google, I use it all the time. But when you look at, when you're looking for an event or something to do, it's going to be pretty generic. It's not going to be based off of who you are, what your interests are, right? That's one of the unique pieces of Mile and what we're developing to create that unique experience that you say, this is my tool. This is what I use because I love the fact that it's really about me and it provides me with unique opportunities that I can find whether I'm in Columbus, Ohio, New York City, Miami, in Europe, wherever. It's going to update based off of who you are and where you are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I agree. I mean, with search results, you know, they're, they're the kind of people are saying, hey, is it really the, 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 the is it is it uh, influence free search results? Right. Are you showing me the search results that you want to show me? That's another thing about how your experience is being shaped when you're using a search engine. And then also on social media, I mean, I mean, that's subjective, right? What what's a good time for one person, even though it looks great on their page, may not necessarily be a good time for you. So I, I, I do understand where you're coming from with this engine that over time learns the things that you enjoy. Now, is there a feedback loop created here? So if I go to mile, I go to an event. Is there a feedback loop that's helping the engine understand what I really enjoy? How does that process work? How does it get to know what I like? Yeah. So this is where the machine learning piece comes into play, right? And eventually that'll feed into an AI engine um, over time. But that's exactly the way it works, right? So what you're going to see with this recommendation engine, <clears throat> and even early now before you see the recommendations, you have the ability to love an event, like an event, or lose an event. So this is where you begin to feed, right, your interests so that we can begin to take that data and then curate that information back to give you more of the things that you said that you love or that you like. So similar to when you do a customer service survey, right? There's that, that zero to a 10, right? So that nine or that 10 is what companies really look for. Ideally, they look for that 10. And below that, like that six or that seven to that nine, right? That says from a loyalty standpoint, this is something you would like to do again, but they know that 10 means that you're not only loyal to it, but you'll share that with friends. 
right? We're using the same methodology, and this comes from 20 years as a retail executive, 25 years, excuse me, in, in understanding that that data and that information is so critical to better serve your current client or customer. That's exactly what we want to do for each of you as entertainment, as entertainment lovers is make sure that you're getting the things that really are going to make you smile and make you enjoy life because it's all about the experiences, Elio, and we want to make sure people continue to have enjoyment in the things they really love. Man, listen, I like that. This is where I get really interested because I'm a marketing guy. I know there's a, mar a lot of marketing that goes into applications like this, not just learning what somebody likes and enjoys, but maybe even tapping into their aspirational self, right? Who would they like to be? So I want to talk about that. Who would they like to be component? We know it's being used on social media. They're understanding behavior, not just what you enjoy or what you would like. They're trying to project into who you want to be and using products, maybe in this case, events to fill that gap. But listen, Ski, the super producer, scroll that sponsorship ad back. Listen, I got to take this from the top, man. Rev one just came on. I got to do their ad justice. Ski scroll down. Let's do that. Shout out to Rev one one more time. All right, guys, this is a special, special shout out to Rev one, our sponsors. Rev one's mission is to help entrepreneurs build great companies. As you navigate the waters of business entrepreneurship, you don't have to go it alone. A strategic partnership with Rev one connects innovators to the talent, customers, space, and funding you need when you need it. Get started with Rev One Startup Studio. Visit www.rev1ventures.com to learn more. Again, www.rev1ventures.com. All right, man, Kev. Okay, let's talk about the aspirational you, all right, and yeah. why that's important. Like me, right now, place in my life I am, I want to be the most romantic dude in the world. All right. Is this engine going to help me be more romantic than I am, man? Because I need to step my husband game up. Are you guys thinking about the aspirational you when you're talking about machine learning and uh, applications yeah. for that? Yeah, that's that's the cool part. And, you know, technology, when used the right way, can be very beneficial. Right. So think about this and envision this. Right. So we are understanding a little bit about you, who you are, right? Some of your trends, some of your patterns. The thing about it is technology allows us to not only capture that information, but other people who have similar interests and maybe some of the things that they might do. So imagine, you know, I think when you look at a, a Netflix uh, or, or you look at a, a Prime video, right? And you go through certain videos and it'll give you a percentage, a percentage match on certain, uh, certain uh, recommendations, right? And you could tell like this is something I would be interested in. Well, they're taking that data um, in, from your from your history, historical data. But we will have the ability to not just take your data, but the data of, of everybody as an aggregate, and say you might like or have an interest in this, and we'll provide that as a recommendation for you. We're also going to do some from a meta a metadata perspective, some tagging and some searches, so you'll be able to look for things from a date night perspective, right? That's one of the updates that we have coming in. So when you look at preferences and you look at certain hashtags or certain metadata, so you'll be able to identify things that would be a great date night experience. So now, guess what? All of a sudden, you go to a really high place because somebody else has already identified this as a great date night event, and all of a sudden, you are Mr. Romantic. You never would have put this together yourself, but now this could be a recommendation for you. So it will make your life not just easier, but more entertaining at the same time. All right, man. See, you're selling me already, okay? If you could make me better at that, 
Listen, I want to download that thing right now because that's the guy I want to be. All right, so let's talk about the back end of this thing, right? So there's a value proposition on the front end. I'm going to be a better version of myself through the events that I go through, hopefully. And let's talk about the back end now, all right? Because there's there's uh, benefits for the, let's call them user number two, right? The cities, Mm -hmm. the the restaurants, the events, the people who are trying to attract your users uh, to to come and buy from them, come and experience uh, what they have to offer. So let's talk about the value proposition for them. How does Mile help them? Yeah. So here's here's what's cool about uh, that side of it. And that's primarily, like you said, for your entertainment districts, but also your promoters, your event hosts. Your venue owners, especially especially small businesses, your restaurants, your bars, even your uh, your spas, right? Because that's entertainment for certain people. You want to use Mile, right? If you're one of those individuals, you want to use Mile because one is going to put you on a purely entertainment-based platform. That's number one, right? So it's not a byproduct of something else. This is purely about people enjoying their lives, right? And those experiences. Second thing is you have the ability to post your event for free, right? So this is a free platform to use is a free platform to post your events. However, if you wanna what we call amplify, cause we're entertainment, if you wanna amp it up, you can amplify your event or your venue for $2.99, Leon, $2.99. It sends out a notification to everybody who has the app within five miles that has said it's okay to send me information in these categories. So let's just say you were in nightlife or networking or in family fun or charity community, You've identified those in your preferences that I want to receive notifications around these kind of things or food and bar. We all love to eat. You would receive a notification if you're within five miles of that event when it gets posted and they amplify it. If you go to our subscription-based accounts, which is $19 a month or $199 for the year, that allows you to amplify it within 50 miles. So now you broaden your reach, right? And you get up to eight events per month or 100 events per year that you get to have featured with increased visibility, push that information out through the notification process. So now it's not a thing of people not knowing what's going on. They can say, I know about it. I want to go here or there. And because of the love, like, and lose features, now you as an event host, you can see the views, how many people love, like your event, how many people say they're attending your event, all of that information. They can leave reviews on your event. They can communicate with you through a chat. So what it does is it creates a totally unique experience compared to the other platforms that exist. And that's why people would want to use that and post their events, especially because of the data that they're understanding, the insights that they get to see in regards to their users and followers. Makes sense. Now, are, is this a purchasing platform? Is there a component where if I find an event, I'm able to buy an event. So there's an opportunity to sell through mile from a events um, venue standpoint. Yes, it is. So thank you for asking that. So uh, within the next 60 days, we will be incorporating our ticketing platform. The ticketing platform will allow uh, uh, event hosts to post any tickets that they want to sell, but not only tickets, they could put items on there as well. So if there's certain things that you want to sell, you can sell it right through the platform. So really excited about that as well. Okay, man. So, all right. So uh, I can track my analytics. Right. I could I could get mm-hmm. more eyeballs, probably for cheaper. Right. Depending on the number of users yeah. for the 299 boost. Right. And then if we really push mm-hmm. it out there um, to a 50 mile radius, I can attract people who are on the kind of the edges of, you know, Columbus is a growing mm-hmm. city now. So 50 miles out, didn't it yeah. doesn't mean as much as it used to. Right. We're expanding out right. where event venues are 
even local event venues are looking to draw people from as far as 50 miles out. So let me, let me ask you this. Right now, the app is available on the App Store in version two. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, so if I'm going so there, I'm a, getting yeah. what we're talking about today, right? And I create mm -hmm. a profile and I'm both on user one, the, the, the person looking for an event, and user two, the person who's doing the events, can both be on there and posting right now as we speak. Is that right? Right now as we speak. That's correct. Okay, awesome. So let, let me ask you this. In terms of lessons learned, you said this is an evolution for a mile, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it started off uh, looking to solve one problem, is solving a different problem now. What is that process? What, are, what have been some of the biggest learnings as an entrepreneur going from version one to version two? Wow, I'll tell you, the, the biggest thing, especially in this particular space, is patience, right? It takes time to build a software platform. That has been a, a big, a big, uh, a big challenge. Uh, just me individually being patient because I love to execute and get things done. The other thing is uh, the the big learning is feedback in, in in what you can gather from individuals. So the good thing for us is that we had two years where we literally watched people download the platform at events and activities, and we we were able to observe whether it was feedback or not as favorable or recommendations. So it taught us how to how to leverage that and really build something that people really want, right? So version 2.0, based off the focus groups that we've had and the feedback we've received already, is we were able to provide what people need and have an interest in. And that's the most important part of any product or any business is you, there's a problem and then there's obviously a solution. You wanna make sure that from a product market fit that it, that it really hits. And we believe that we are there. We continue to receive that favorable feedback. So some really good learnings for us. Yeah, Kev, so that makes complete sense in terms of evolution and learning as a founder. I'm going to go out and do another ad real quick. When we come back, you're going to have the final word, and then we're going to wrap, all right? So this show is being brought to you by our friends over at Vaunt. Uh, let's be honest with ourselves. How many times have you needed to get an oil change? I know I need an oil change right now. It says oil and filter, clear as day, right? I need to clean my car. I'm guilty. Or get a tire rotation and you put it off for weeks on end. We're all guilty of this. My friends over at Vaunt set out to make delayed car care a thing of the past and created the most convenient and affordable way to care for your car. All you do is this, book your service and desired pickup time, drop your keys with a certified Vaunt driver who picks up the car for you, and then your car will be serviced and delivered back to you within three hours. From now on, the only thing you have to worry about is where you're going and who you're going with. Look, guys, I'm telling you, all right? I already talked about being Mr. Romantic. Maybe I'm out on a date that I booked with Mile. You can pick up my car while at the restaurant, bring it back to me when I'm done. I'm scoring points here, Kevin. All right, look, guys, I'm telling you, this is the future. Try it out at Vont, V-O-H-N-T dot com and use the code 614STARTUPS to get 20% off your first service. All right, those are my guys over at Vont. All right, Kev, I'm going to give you the last word here. What do you want the people to know that they don't already know about Mile? So I want them to know, and, and thank you again for the, for the opportunity to show all that you're doing with 614 Startups. I think it's amazing. Uh, the thing is, I want everybody to know that one, because I think the majority of people that hear this are going to originally be in Columbus and then obviously to expand beyond that, is that Miles started here, right? 
So I want everybody to take pride in the fact that you have a startup that started right here in Columbus, Ohio, that you can get behind, you can support, and it actually will provide you with a very unique experience that will help make your life entertaining. But what's cool about that too is that we are expanding. So we are literally in the process of launching in Orlando in late August, so the 19th to the 21st, and then we're moving into Atlanta and then up the East Coast. So we're excited about how we're scaling, how we're growing, but it all begins right here at home with the support that we received from all of you here in Columbus, Ohio to help us understand what it is that we needed to do to make Mile as amazing as it is. So with that being said, Elio, I just invite everybody to download Mile, right? You can actually download it in the iOS store. Just put Mile Events and it'll pull up events curated for you. You can do the same thing in the Google Play Store. I believe by the time this airs, we'll also have our desktop version available. So you'll be able to go to mile.com to the website and it'll give you uh, access to our web portal. So you can have the experience on your desktop as well as on your mobile device. And just remember, when you're looking for things to do, places to go and food to eat, just mile it. I love it, man. I know. And, and you talked about, I know I was going to give you the last word, but let me give you my takeaway, man. Let's talk about <laughs> patience. Even the fact, right, that you have that tagline down pat, it takes time. Everything about building a business takes time. This set is four years in the making, right? Everything about this show is four years in the making. And Kev, I'm so proud of you, man, for sticking with it, continuing to solve problems, continuing to build. That's why I was excited when you reached out. We chatted and I decided to have you back on the show. Keep going, my friend. Like you said, this is a startup built right here in Columbus doing things for the community beyond just building an app. I know there are a lot of people who are ambassadors of yours that are out there doing the work. So congratulations on everything that you're doing. All right, folks, that's a wrap. You can find this in all our episodes on the website, 614startups.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, and all your favorite podcasting platforms. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review like Kev's app, man. You got to subscribe and write a review. You got to tell the al algorithm that you love 614 Startups. If you would like updates sent to your Definitely. inbox, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. To engage in the 614 Startups community, join us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, the whole nine, at 614 Startups on all platforms. For sponsorship opportunities... Let me, let me get your script right, of course, but you can still sponsor us. And collaborations, email me at info at 614startups.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Peace.